Good evening, folks. This is Pastor Jim Swigert, and you're listening to the Biting Word Podcast. Tonight, I have a special guest, Brother Dennis Naus, and uh, we've just decided to meet, and we want to talk about the Lord. We want to bite in His Word tonight, and Dennis, it's good to have you tonight. Thank you, Jim. It's good to be here. Uh, it's funny working through all these technical difficulties. It's, uh, I'm eager to see what the Lord has in store for us. Yeah, amen. Um, Folks, we just, you know, our desire is to bless our brothers and sisters in the Lord. And Dennis and I have been talking over the last couple of weeks on just, uh, you know, in the midst of all the coronavirus, there's a lot of things we could be talking about. But uh, in our conversations, Dennis, um, it always goes back to our relationship with the Lord Amen. and how important that is, especially living in. Uh, the days that we're living in, but uh, more general, just uh, as we are followers of the Lord. And so that's that's going to be our desire tonight, to bless the body of Christ um, and just talk about the things of the Lord. Um, so we had a theme, and that theme was fellowship with God. Yeah. Amen. So, so just go ahead, Dennis. Well, just in, uh, you know, there are a lot of things obviously going on in the world right now that, uh, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions and a lot of pondering. And uh, it is a time, certainly, to be in fellowship with the Lord. And uh, the scripture that came to mind when you made that comment was that with him, all things are possible. Amen. And, uh, you know, apart from him, I can do nothing. So in all of the things that we could be focused on, it's certainly a time to f- reflect in our own hearts and our own relationship with the Lord and and uh, just to be obedient to what he's calling us to. Amen. And, you know, one picture that I get, um, at least the last couple of days, it's, I guess, my prayer and my hope and that uh the Lord is leading people to use this time where we are, you know, more shut in uh, to get closer to him. And in that sense of preparing us um, for what is on the other side of, um, you know, the coronavirus. And as we go forward, what's your thoughts on that, Dennis? Well, I certainly think that's true. Um, You know, I'm not, I don't know there's ever been a time in my life when I've reflected more uh, to the book of Exodus and just how the Lord had allowed his people because of their waywardness to go into captivity and uh, and to realize their need for a savior. And, uh, you know, I think it's consistent with what we his character and his nature and what we read even in in Romans uh, one. 18 through the end of the chapter, uh, you know, he will allow us to walk away from him, walk out of fellowship. We see it in the, you know, the prodigal son. Uh, But then how he is ever present when we're ready to repent and uh, call upon his name, he'll restore us and restore, restore that relationship. Amen. Absolutely. And I am reminded uh, when you bring up God's character and nature, I can't help but to think of Israel, God's people who um, are still the apple of his eye. But uh, how, how much do we read of in the Old Testament 
and how uh, God delivered them. And then they would, you know, eventually turn their backs on God. Yeah. And then he would bring judgment. But at the same time, um, he extended mercy. And right. I'm reminded of in the book of Daniel, um, you know, God uh, had a set time for the discipline of his people, 70 years to be captive in Babylon. But mm-hmm. God had a plan for them. He had a plan that he was going to restore them and he was going to continue using them. And he continued to think that he uh, is their God and um, those were his people. And, yeah. we, you know, I, I understand dispensationalism, the different times and whatnot. But um, at mm-hmm. the same time, God's character and nature is the same today. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. We can be confident that that doesn't change. Amen. And that's that's such a blessing um, for us as we go through uh, the trials and tribulations in, in life, but especially in, in light of what we're experiencing now, um, yeah. that, you know, we still have our hope. Our hope is still in the Lord. His ways never change, and His ways are always perfect. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, that the thought that came to mind as you were saying that, because there's a lot of, you know, for myself, as I've, you know, grown into the word and understanding it better, um, you know, we see such a dramatic change between the Old Testament and the New Testament. And yet we know that God's character doesn't change. He's the same yesterday, today and forever. And you know, praise God, the difference is the all-sufficient sacrifice in the blood of Jesus. Amen. And what an appropriate time of the year even for all of this to be taking place. Um, man, you know, <laughs> that wrath of God is being held back now by that sufficient sacrifice, whereas before in the Old Covenant, it, that wasn't taking place. Mm-hmm. And yet, you know, Romans beckons us to consider the severity of God as well as his goodness. And uh, there's coming a time, too, when that wrath poured out. And, uh, you know, <laughs> a day coming when we'll have to give an account for, for what we did with, with uh, the invitation to accept his son as Savior. Amen. Amen. And that brings up uh, another thought uh, when you mentioned the wrath of God. And certainly the scriptures teach that um, God's wrath come at a time. Um, all the judgment um, uh, against, against the world that has rejected God, that day is coming. Yes. And I'm so thankful for us as believers. Our sin has been judged already. Our sin has been judged Amen. at the cross. Yeah. And that we can be thankful of. And I'm also reminded when you bring up the word wrath and that, um, you know, God does not destine people to wrath. In other words, it's not his Amen. desire. His desire is that all men and women would come to him yes. uh, through his son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. I that there's no that is truth. <laughs> um, yeah, the, you know it's easy to 
you know, the enemy will lie to us and he'll convince us with the, you know, the lies, that partial truths and trying to bring condemnation on us to distort the character of God. And I, mm-hmm. for too many years, walked believing that God, you know, was that big bully and, uh, and really, you know, just rejecting sonship not coming into agreement with what the word says about me as a son of God, uh, you know, one of his children. And, uh, uh, boy, you know, that's, that's a hard place to be. And I think that is, you know, the importance of being in a strong fellowship of believers and, uh, and just, knowing the word itself, uh, the more you hide the word in your heart, the more you know what it says about you, the more that you can have that sword to uh, use in, when the enemy is attacking. Uh, absolutely. It's, it's, it's vital that believers um, are in the word. And uh, as Dennis brought up, to be in a strong fellowship of believers, uh, strong men and women who can help keep, keep one another accountable. Mm -hmm. And when we're in the word, um, it's, you know, we, we not only have the word to receive for ourselves, the promises of God, and especially this day and age, uh, as in any age, I should say that, you know, the enemy, as he tries to deceive us, to build that wedge between us and God. Yeah. And he does that through doubt and fear. Would you agree with that, Dennis? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. He will, you know, I've learned, you know, just, um, you know, I'm sure as many do, uh, that, um, you know, his, the enemy's lies are accusational and they're condemning and they bring shame. And when we, you know, learn to differentiate the difference between conviction and condemnation. Uh, The Lord comes in a still small voice and he's gentle, you know, according to the word. And, uh, you know, sometimes obviously, you know, when faced with our disobedience, that's not a pleasant place to be. And the discipline's never pleasant, but it's never, it never devalues us. You know, one of the things that I've had to just, you know, come to understand is that God himself paid the ultimate price in his son. He gave his son for my redemption. And he certainly, he's not a degrading um, disciplinarian, but he is one, you know, the Holy Spirit has given us to lead and to guide us into all truth. And he's not going to, he's i just don't believe myself that he's going to demean us in any way shape or form absolutely um you know dennis brought up uh the fact that this is holy week uh which began yesterday with jesus riding in to jerusalem on the donkey and uh what a blessing it is in this time uh, that we're going through the coronavirus and all the consequences and things from that. Um, t- to be able to really focus this week, I find myself uh, focusing more on the things of 
you know, it's just been two days now, but more focusing on, on passion week, mm-hmm. Dennis, um, yeah. you know, like today, the, you know, reading of Jesus, uh, you know, turning over the tables and, and declaring that his house should be a house of prayer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I've reflected it just the, the same people who are singing his praises, you know, you mentioned, um, Sunday, I believe in your message, you know, the people were, uh, proclaiming save now, save now, Hosanna, Hosanna and high. And then how one week later, um, same people are crying out for his crucifixion and it just you know reflecting again in the times that we're in how fast things can change and uh you know it's caused me to introspect in my own heart you know i don't want to be caught in uh in a superficial relationship but in a in a deep relationship and to be thoughtful and to meditate on the word in the, in the relationship. Uh, you mentioned earlier, you know, we've talked about, obviously we're talking about fellowshipping and, um, you know, that's meant to be accomplished daily. There's a daily commitment, a daily, um, you know, seeking after him. Um, and, you know, I've noticed in my own devotions in developing that, that, you know, it would be easy to have that time of devotion and then fold the book up and walk out the door and go about my day without really reflecting and inviting him into each moment. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, in that fellowship, I'm learning and I encourage others who are seeking him and, and growing in, in him to be patient with themselves and again, to, to seek him, not just in the morning, but throughout the day when those struggles come whether they're trying to get a connection so that you can do a recording <laughs> or whatever those troubles are, uh, just call out to him for help and believe that he is, he is uh, there to answer those and to see us through those times. Amen. Amen. You know, when I think of uh, fellowship with God, I, it seems like the Lord always brings me and you know, reading the words from the Apostle John, his uh, as we know, and the first the first four verses of filled with intimacy, um, where um, John said, "What was from the beginning, what we have heard, what we have seen with our eyes, what we looked at." and touched with our hands concerning the word of life and the life was manifested and we have seen and testify and proclaimed to you the eternal life which was with the father and was manifested to us what we have seen and heard we proclaim to you also so that you may have fellowship with our fellowship with the father Jesus, these things we so that our joy may be made complete. Really see the intimacy, obviously, with with John Jesus uh, for three plus years. You know, the of our Lord when He walked this earth, 
he heard the teachings. He he was there when Jesus prayed. And uh, John's known as the beloved disciple. And what comes to mind, Dennis, is how he Christ, the word of life, eternal life. Um, and that that's that's been God's plan that He would extend his life to man and that we would be one with him and, uh, you know, relationship with him. I know sometimes that gets thrown out as cliche today. You know, Christianity isn't religion. It's about a relationship. Well, it is about relationship. But as we grow in the Lord, it becomes genuine. And when we do have this personal relationship with God in such a way, made full because joy isn't based on uh, our consequences or our trials or tribulations or situations in life. They are based and rooted in who God is and who God says I am. Amen. Yeah. Amen. The, uh, in, in that, um, pastor, oftentimes, you know, we get, we get the, cart ahead of the horse i think or at least that's my own confession is oftentimes i'll get busy doing rather than being and uh you know it's through that fellowship that we know what he would have us to do and knowing him and his character and his word um rather than just going off and being a part of religious activities and justifying ourselves based on that activity mm-hmm. You know, it's not really until I begin to know and understand that, um, you know, just that we're justified by his by his sacrifice, by accepting, receiving and believing him. Um, you know, we're born again in that moment when we confess um, him as Lord and Savior. And then it says that we believe in our hearts unto repentance and it, it begins. He begins to work in us and lead us in the ways of righteousness and it's, they're no longer things that I have to give up. I mean, oftentimes, you know, people struggle, I think, in uh, the identifying with the things that they do and the places they go and maybe the way they talk. They say they, you know, they put off that relationship with Jesus. But, you know, when we get to that end of ourselves where we cry out to him, he does begin to manifest himself in us. And we do have a desire to do the right thing. And then, you know, that um, anytime we're obedient there, that intimacy is created, that, that joy of following his commands, it becomes a desire of our heart. And um, there's growth in that. And it is, um, you know, it's him manifesting in us. Um which is always exciting to be a part of. Amen. There's nothing like it. (laughs) Well, and I think you you bring up a (laughs) wonderful point, an awesome point, a very important point, and that it's rooted in our makeup, I think. Um, In order to please God, uh, we have to do a bunch of things. Uh, We see that with, you know, at least in my mind, before I came to the Lord, I you know, felt like I was pleasing God and the things that I did, um, you know, pushed a cart back from 
uh, an, an elderly person in Walmart parking lot. I pushed her cart back into the cart rack, you know, and that was a good deed that would probably get me to heaven. That pleases God. You know, and those kinds of things. So yeah. I think sometimes as Christians, sure. um, especially when the spirit starts working in our heart and our hearts really open to the Lord and perhaps we're, weren't where we ought to be, um, it, it's, it's kind of like, well, I want to do these things. I got to do this. I got to do that and build up a bunch of activity right. that is not necessary. Where I think right. that's where you were going with this, Dennis, that sometimes we just need to sit and receive from the Lord yes. and listen to the Lord. Um, it's even, we can even have that mindset when, you know, as pastors, we encourage the flock to, uh, you know, get into the word, get into the word, read the word, read the word, pray. And if our relationship isn't one where we're, we're seeking God, even those things of being in the Bible, even prayer, those can become obligations and acts of duty instead of that desire with that relationship and fellowship with God. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, I know a really um, important passage for me in getting through that process was coming to realize um, it's Romans five, eight. Um, you know, he talks about that God demonstrates his own love towards us. In that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And, you know, that was, I just remember realizing that, wow, I didn't do anything. I didn't do anything. And he paid that price for my salvation. And it's really just that, um, you know, it's from knowing that, that we begin to seek him. And it's sometimes, you know, for me, it was scary because I knew, I know my own inadequacies. I know how short I come of his call to be holy. And uh, yet we have to believe that he is and that he is the rewarder of those who earnestly seek him because of maybe Hebrews eleven six, And, uh, and so we're talking about fellowship and even with the Lord, you know, we're called to bear his image, to duplicate his image. And it's through that intimacy that we're able to do that. And, you know, it's just he's kind of shown me just in recent uh, weeks that, you know, if you think about your dating, your first boyfriend or girlfriend in that relationship and just before you, you know, snuck that first kiss there was kind of a anticipation and and a little bit of maybe fear going on there and sometimes i think that's how it can feel you know in pressing in to the lord before you make those confessions you know um, of your shortcomings and um, and yet you're we're receiving healing when we do that and we're receiving that relationship is beginning to build and we're beginning to bear our hearts you know, unto him. And uh, I think it's an important step that I encourage, you know, if we don't press into that, it, we, there, there's intimacy and there's relationship that we never get to experience. And it's faith. It's faith. It's stepping out in faith. We are given the example of David in the, in the Psalms where he, you know, it's amazing how, freely he bore his feelings and his thoughts before the Lord 
yet always knowing, acknowledging the Lord is his redeemer and his Amen. savior. It's, it's been encouraging. Amen. And what a good example for all these things that we're talking about. David, uh, the man after God's own heart, uh, certainly wasn't a man yeah. who was perfect, um, but he was a man who loved God and followed hard after God. He was a man who had to learn how to wait on the things of the Lord and wait for the Lord to intervene in his life. And so, yes, again, uh, a great example that you bring up in uh, King David. So these are some of the things that Dennis and I have chewed on the last week as we tried to get together. And uh, we have tried to, well, we didn't try. We did get together a couple of times now trying to put together a, a podcast. Again, it's, it's our great desire to be a blessing to the body of Christ. Um, there's nothing better to do than to sit around talking about God and uh, wanting to see uh, what his word says. And so we're blessed to be able to do this. And we want to continue to do, to do this. Um, Dennis, uh, before uh, we, have a, we have a few minutes left here, um, yeah. share with me, um, you know, perhaps your testimony of, of when you first committed your life to the Lord. 